Hey gang, Leah here for Broken Things Welcome Here podcast. Thanks for joining me. This is the first episode of the second season of my podcast and I am super excited. We are tackling five grief myths today and I'm not sure I might end up making this a series um, just because I feel like there's so many grief myths Um, but I just got um, my thoughts together and compiled a list of kind of the biggest ones that I feel like um, come into play when I'm dealing with clients or um, when I'm just talking to people one-on-one about grief and so let's dive into this I'm super excited about it and you can let me know um, in the comments or voice notes what you feel like your biggest grief myth has been if you care to do that let's get started so the first grief myth we're going to look at is that grief follows a stage pattern. Um, So this was originally um, came into play with Elizabeth Keebler-Ross. She wrote a book, Death and Dying, and came up with um, these stages of grief, which was super amazing because at the time um, these didn't exist. So she kind of paved the way for a lot of what we know about grief. But people tend to think that they go through these sort of stages of grief and they go through them on a step-by-step basis. And um, that just isn't true for grievers. Um, Elizabeth Kieber last originally came up with those stages of grief uh, for people who were at, who were dying. So people who were terminally ill, um, she figured out that they would go through these stages of grief for themselves, basically. And so one of the things that I think happens with people who are grieving is that they think that these stages sort of apply to them and that it's sort of this linear pattern and although that might be true in some cases uh, for most cases grief does not follow a linear pattern it does not follow specific stages and um, some but not all might apply to you as a griever um, but definitely reject the idea that once we get to the final stage, which is acceptance, we are somewhat over grief or we move on from grief. Uh, That just wouldn't be accurate as far as the grieving community is concerned. Second myth we're going to look at is moving on with life means that you are moving on from the memory of that loved one or you're forgetting about that loved one. Um, This is definitely not true of grievers um, that I've encountered. Um, Some people might feel like this is the case, but most of the time what we tend to see is that there is sort of this clear idea of moving from acute grief to integrated grief, but grief does not disappear. Um, Even though the pain of grief lessens and can lessen over time, um, that by that in no means means that you are forgetting about your loved one or moving on from their memory. Um, in fact, I find the opposite to be true, that as we move forward in our grief journey and we move into a more integrated place of grief, that the memories of those people just simply get stronger. Um, remembering those people becomes easier because at least in my experience, for me personally, the memories tend to be sweeter rather than 
um, hard and they tend to conjure up happiness and joy, whereas before they might have conjured up some pain and sadness. Um, still do conjure sadness for sure, but definitely in no way are we moving through grief with the ultimate goal of forgetting or moving on from our loved one's memory. Grief number three would be it is ridiculous to mourn something that is not a physical loss of a person. Um, and I just don't believe that this is accurate. I feel like many grievers also would agree that this isn't accurate. Um, you can weigh in in the comments if you like, but I think that for the most part, uh, disenfranchised grief is real, ambiguous loss is real, and we deal with real grief, um, even in situations where we don't necessarily have a physical body present or we don't lose a physical being, but maybe we lose a, um, a home, a job, a role, a family structure, um, a marriage, um, you know, all of those things, I think, um, people are still experiencing grief that is very real, um, very valid, and that one of the best things that we can do for those people is validate that grief. Even though it might look different, it is still grief. Myth four is one of my favorites. You are definitely going crazy. Um, many people feel like they're going crazy when they experience grief, personality changes, depression, things that they've never struggled with before. Now they are struggling with, maybe they're not sleeping or not eating well when that wouldn't have been an issue before. Maybe they're experiencing physical ailments or issues with concentration, fogginess, forgetfulness, whatever the case may be. It is easy to fall into this trap of feeling like, I am going a little bit insane, but grief is trauma and trauma affects people in really, really bizarre ways, often psychosomatic ways, um, pain, sleeping, eating changes could all be present. Um, and you know, mood issues that come up that you might not have expected. Um, but that does not by any means mean that we're going crazy. And um, I think sometimes it is impactful to just hear that from another human being that um, we're not going crazy and we're not alone. And myth number five, we'll end with this one, which is grief has an endpoint. Um, I think for anyone who is grieving or who has grieved in the past, you know that this is not true. Grief definitely shifts, it definitely changes, but I would reject the idea that grief ever goes away. Um, I think we're always sort of um, aware of it. We get better at navigating it. We get better at, um, one of the ways I like to explain it is that there's a hole in your chest and um, instead of falling into it every single day, falling down into the abyss, you just get better at walking around it. You get better at knowing where it is, knowing where it's going to be, and you get better at um, being able to walk around it versus fall into it all the time. And, uh, but I don't think that that hole ever gets filled, ever goes away. Um, and I think there's a bit of comfort in that. I feel like that would go along with this idea of like, we're forgetting our loved ones at some point. And I don't believe that's true. Um, and so I don't think grief has an end point. I think there's a definite end point to where we shift into a more integrated grief or there should be a shift into more integrated grief but um but I don't believe that there's an end point and I find a lot of comfort in that personally
So guys, let me know what you think and um, let me know if you have grief myths that you would like to have addressed um, or even if you um, yourself are a griever and just some of the things that you've heard, um, I would absolutely welcome those in the comments or voice notes or however you can get them to me. Thank you so much for joining us for season two, episode one, and I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.